Welcome to Seeking God's Grace podcast, a place to share stories about life, faith and passion. My name is Grace and I am a sister of the Holy Family of Nazareth, or as some prefer to say, I'm a Catholic nun. I hope that this podcast will help you and me to find God in everyday life experiences and to understand God and yourself a little bit better. Let's talk and seek God together. Hello and welcome everyone. I hope you had a good week, whatever it means. Maybe it was a week full of challenges. Maybe it was a very relaxing time of holiday, time of, well, catching up with friends, whatever it was. I hope that you found something positive in the past seven days. Staying positive, it's sometimes the hardest challenge of our lives. We are really surrounded by negativity. Negativity that comes from within us and negativity that comes from around us. From our society, from uh, social media, from many different resources. Negativity that sometimes we cannot deal with. That adds up into the stress that we are dealing with every single day. And this is why. This is why we need some moments of silence. This is why we need some moments of stillness. This is also when we need some moments of spiritual nourishment. This spiritual nourishment can be a lovely cuppa with your friend, can be a time of prayer in the nature, can be the prayer of the church, liturgical prayer or private prayer, whatever it is. It is very good to name for yourself what actually serves your heart, what helps you to stay positive. And today I just would like to offer you something different. I have not done this before, but what I want to do with you, it's a little meditation of one of the Psalms. What kind of Psalms? Are we going to sing? No, there is actually 150 uh, books in the Old Testament called Book of Psalms. So if you have the Bible, in your home, I will invite you now to open it. If you don't know where it is, or you don't have one, then don't worry. You can always access many different translations of Bible that are available online. So just Google it. And what I want you to do is to find Psalm number 33. Um, And that's what we are going to do. We are going to reflect on Psalm 33. But before that, what are the Psalms? Of course, the Psalms are very old, very old um, songs of the uh, Old Testament. Literally, they were songs because the word Psalm, which is pronounced with this, you know, silent P, comes from the Greek word Psalmos, song, sung, to a carp. So this is actually the root of this word. So you sing the song while playing a string instrument. Not often 
the Psalms would be uh, backed up by the carp in the past, this stringed instrument. But until now, Psalms are frequently used by being the motivation, being the inspiration rather for the musical hymns in the church. They are also used during the liturgy. This is why we have what we call responsorial psalm in the church. If you can recall, when you go to the church, you have the first reading, and then there is a second so-called reading, uh, which is actually responsorial psalm. Sometimes it's being sung, sometimes it's being recited, being simply read. But it is our response to the word of God. So psalm is something what we give from our heart back to God. This is our response to uh, how we meditate on the goodness of our Lord. This is our way of saying, God, thank you so much for everything what you are teaching me about yourself, what I discover about you. And as I started this reflection, psalm can be also the source of looking at positivity in our life, looking at the example of God instead of other people as well. So let's get started. Enough talking here. What I'm going to do right now, I will just say a little prayer before studying the Bible, because that's what we will be doing and I will offer this prayer for you. I have my Psalm 33 opened in the front of me uh, in my Bible and also on the screen. I hope you are with me and you will have it. Now, here is a tricky part. When we will be going into the different verses of the Psalm, you will see that we will not have exactly the same words. Why? because there are different translations of different books of Old and New Testament. But I'm sure that you will find at least phrases, expressions, or maybe even some complementary words that you will find inspiring for yourself. God is with us today during our sharing, and we pray to him. Dear Lord, thank you for your written word and the mighty truths it contains. We pray that in the power of your Holy Spirit, you would open our hearts and minds to the truths that you wish us to see. Prepare our hearts and open our minds, we pray, and give us a teachable spirit that is receptive to all that you would have us learn today. Open our ears to hear your voice speaking to us and remove any preconceived biases that we may have developed in this particular passage of Scripture. Guide us into all truth and prevent our own internal voices from speaking out of turn or drawing out the still small voice to your Holy Spirit. 
And should we stray from the truth of this passage, would ask that we would not retain any error, but rather that we delight in the truth. May we grow in grace and in a knowledge of the Lord Jesus today and feed our hearts by faith with thanksgiving we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you are praying at home, of course you don't have to have a long prayer before you start reading the Bible. But I think what matters is a mindset. It's an attitude. It's a willingness to say, this is not only the intellectual exercise. I invite you, Lord, to be with me as I read those words that are written by special people who were really inspired by you, who were really your instrument of the helping me to discover who you are. So don't worry if you don't say such a long prayer before you read the Bible. If you will just simply say, speak Lord, because I'm listening, that is good enough prayer also. So Psalm 33 a beautiful psalm, which got uh, some version translations in the different songs that I have heard and also in the different ways that I heard this as a poem. Some people uh, read it all. Some people concentrate on some of the verses. Some people just stop on a word or two. I will read it as it is in my Bible, and then I will um, stop a little bit more with some verses that I want to reflect on. Let's begin. Sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise him. Praise the Lord with the carp. Make music to him on the ten-string lyre. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully and shout for joy. For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. The Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of his unfailing love. By the word of the Lord the heavens were made. They starry host by the bread of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea into jars. He puts the deep into storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere him. For he spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. The Lord foils the plans of the nations. He dwarfs the purposes of the peoples. But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of his heart through all generations. 
Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he chose for his inheritance. From heaven the Lord looks down and sees all mankind. From his dwelling place he watches all who live on earth. He who forms the hearts of all, who considers everything they do. No king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those whose hope is in his unfailing love, to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. We wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love be with us, Lord, even as we put our hope in you. That's the end of reading in my Bible. If your uh, translation is slightly different, I hope that you are able to follow whatever it's in the front of you. And at this stage, if you pray at home, I would suggest that you pause this recording and you spend the time reading the whole psalm for yourself again. Sometimes it is good to read it out loud for yourself. Sometimes it is a silent reading, whatever it is. May I suggest that you press the button pause and read it again. And as you are back, what stands out for you? Are there any words that come to your heart and mind as you read this particular psalm? Is that something what really stands out for you? I know that when when I heard the three verses of the psalm in the church the other day, I was quite overwhelmed with the fact that Lord's mercy help us in any kind of situation that we can place our trust, our hope in Him and He will help us with His unfailing love. In the stressful situation, I discover Lord who is stress, who is over the stress, who is bigger than the stress, who is faithful, who can be trusted. In the situations when injustice, wars divide the whole world, I hear in the psalm that Lord loves justice and right, that He is merciful to those who do not follow that path. When I feel overwhelmed with the stressful situation in my life, I hear that his unfailing love 
spreads throughout the earth, that the earth is full of his unfailing love. These words are the words of reassurance for me. They help me to deal with the situations which overwhelmed me. The Lord's eyes are on me because he knows that I am dealing with the difficult situations many times. I read the psalm again and there are words which again stands up for me over and over again. God is the one who looks down and sees all mankind and that he watches over the earth. That means that even in the worst situations, in the worst circumstances of our love, I can be reassured, we can be reassured that he is there for us in it, in those situations. He spreads his mercy and he gives us hope. And at the same time, I pray with the Psalms my words of distress and disbelief. And I'm saying, God, I, I watch the news and I'm being disturbed. I see the people's behavior and I'm being hurt. Aren't you? Aren't you going to make some order with all of this? And the Psalm 33 tells me that God's plans are to stand firm forever with his love and show us the purpose of his heart through all generations, as he did in the past. So, there are words of encouragement, there are words of reassurance. Psalm 33 gives me also an opportunity to simply praise the Lord in all positive events of my life. I can sing joyfully to the Lord because praise and glory belong to Him. I can praise Him with the carp. I can sing and make music. I can play skillfully and shout for joy when I see something positive happening in my life. And when I read those words, I feel that I'm hearing the words and I'm speaking the words of the one who understands my situation and challenges me to trust him no matter what. There is a saying that the courage is born only in the situation in which fear exists. I feel that this psalms 
is challenging me, challenging me to know, understand and exercise that trust is born in the situations in which are beyond my control, beyond my comprehension and in which I cannot do much more or I cannot do much at all or not as much as I would want to do. So I pray that God will come into my heart, that my soul will be waiting for His good timing, that I would not stress over the fact that I cannot change the future, that I cannot change the past, that at times I don't have control over the outcomes of my life. I trust that things in my hands are still being empowered and strengthened by His unfailing love and mercy in my control is to walk by faith believing in his word and rest with trust that does not mean that I will be in the world in which things will not disturb me upset me or simply overwhelm me that still would happen. But this will be counterbalanced with God's overarching, unfailing, never-ending love. These are a couple of my thoughts on Psalm 33. As you read it, as you reflect on it, what is it there for you? Perhaps you could use even your colorful markers or um, crayons, whatever it is, and go over the text of this psalm and see what words stands out for you today. And then revisit this psalm in one week time and see how the week unveiled for you, how the speaking of the Lord through this psalm changed over the progress of events and things that were happening for you. God speaks to you and you can speak to him in this psalm, in many others. I hope it is somehow helpful to you. There are many different ways of interacting with the Word of God. I have given the most simplistic, the easiest way that you can ever do. And I hope that you will feel a little bit encouraged to do something similar at home. That you will simply use those words as your heart's desire, as you feel being led by the Holy Spirit there. This particular psalm, Psalm 33, it's always close to me. I love the 
uh, sung version of it. I'm sure that many of you have heard uh, it in the church. And I hope that you will experience this week Lord's mercy, Lord's unfailing, God's, uh, and Lord's unfailing love. And whatever will come to you, whatever will come your way, will be changed through the filter of the words from this psalm. So as we say goodbye to each other for another seven days, I would like to read the version of the psalm that you could hear during the Mass, just three verses out of it, which speaks to me very, very strongly. I offer it as a closing prayer and as a prayer for each one of you. Let it be a response of your heart the way you pray with these words. Lord, let your mercy be on us. The word of the Lord is faithful and all his works to be trusted. The Lord loves justice and right and his merciful love fills the earth. Yes, the Lord's eyes are on those who fear him, who hope in his merciful love to rescue their souls from death and keep them alive in famine. Our soul is waiting for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. May your merciful love be upon us as we hope in you, O Lord. May your unfailing love be with us, Lord, even as we put our hope in you. Amen. I wish you a great week. May it will be blessed with God's presence. May your stress will be minimal. And may the experience of God in you, in other people and around you be really great. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope that you will tune in again. Please share it with others post about it on social media, or leave your review. Feel welcome to visit my website, seekinggodsgrace.com, and follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again. Every blessing to you and your loved ones. Talk again soon.